The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Good morning and welcome to the show. At least it's morning here where I am. And uh, if you're listening to this as a re-listen at the recording of this show, uh, just, just make it be morning in your heart. It is a beautiful day and no matter where you are, it can be a beautiful day. And it all depends upon how you approach your day and how you use the words that you approach your day with, which is, by happenstance, what the show today is all about, is words. Words, how they affect us and how we use them. It it's really quite amazing and a fairly fairly intense subject, if I may say so myself. And before I get started, I would like to say you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and um, you can also email me anytime and go to my webpage, thehealingwhisper.com to find out more about how to connect with me, how I am available for coaching and etc., things along those lines. I do have to say that uh, this little disclaimer and that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is purely my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. And always check with a licensed healthcare professional about any concerns that you may have. So, words. We use them all the time. I mean, and we have to communicate by words. We use words to talk. We use words to text. We hear words all the time when we're watching television. When we are listening to the radio. And I think we as the world have lost connection with words. And I'm not talking just about the written word. I am talking about the words and the energy that words have. 
Now, remember that everything is energy. Albert Einstein proved that back in 1907. Yes, folks, it's all, well, it's been over a hundred years that he proved with his theory of relativity, E equals mc squared, that everything is energy. That we can take the smallest thing right down to even smaller things. You could look at that moat of dust in the air when when you see sunlight shining through the windows and you have a moat of dust that you can see. That thing is energy and it can be taken down to the smallest particle that really you can't even see. We only know those particles are there because of the work of quantum physics. And it goes down to a particle so small and, and that it's called a quark. And honestly, I have not kept up with quantum physics to the point that maybe they have broken the quark down to even smaller particles. The point is, everything is energy. And when we say a word or a group of words together, called a sentence, there is energy in those words. And they can either have positive effects on us or negative effects on us. And the positive effects can all depend upon how the words are expressed. And there are certain words that are positive in and of themselves. And even if there are positive words coming from your mouth or from another person's mouth towards you, the big question is, do you believe those words? Or do you have, have you developed such unhealthy beliefs that those beliefs have created chains around you, have, have kind of imprisoned you in their unhealthy beliefs? Since all words are energy, they can be used to cancel out the negative words and the effects that negative words have. It's just like turning on a light switch in a room. You may not understand how electricity works, but you understand that there is electricity. And when you go into a dark room and you either light a candle or flip the light switch, the darkness goes away. And why is that? It is because of the energy that light produces. Light always cancels out darkness.
It is not the other way around. Darkness does not cancel out light, but light cancels out darkness. That's just one of the laws of physics. You might say, well, what about when it becomes nighttime, when when the sun sets and it becomes dark? Well, it's because the light has moved on and the darkness can encroach. Think of your words in that manner, that there are words that are light and that there are words that are dark. And the energy of the words that are light work positively in our bodies. And the words that are dark work negatively in our body. We also use words in sentences. And it really depends upon the structure of that sentence, how it is put together, and then the energy with in what how it is expressed that affect us also. And it, it, it is truly fascinating how this works. One of the individuals that I really appreciate what she has done for us is Louise Hay. You may be familiar with Louise's work. She wrote the book, You Can Heal Your Life. And in her book, she states that we scold or punish or lift up and reward ourselves the same way our parents did. And those words that we use to scold or punish or lift up and reward, that to us is home. That to us is safe. And when we're at home, when we feel safe, that's where our our systems tell us to be. Our fight or flight, our parasympathetic nervous system tells us we need to be. Because if you remember from past shows, that fight or flight, that parasympathetic nervous system is what we use to keep us safe. And if that's where we feel safe, if that is home, being scolded and punished, even though it is an unhealthy belief, that's where we continually return. Can you hear them? Can you hear the words that a parent, someone that you love, said to you years and years ago when you were a child? Can you hear the words that someone said to you just maybe a minute ago? Can you still hear those words? That's right, you can. And if you 
Well, you know, if if you can't hear the words still, you can have that picture in your memory of that word. Did your spouse, when they left for the day of work, say, I love you, as they walked out the door? Or did they say nothing? Those words had a large effect on you. Or the lack of words had the same huge effect. Actually, the lack of the words had a bigger effect than the use of the words. So, just remember that all events created by our thoughts and words you used yesterday, last week, last year, those are all in the past. And the past is past. And know that you can change the present and use those words to a positive effect. And by changing the words, you not only can change the present, but you can change the future. I know it's mind-boggling, but of course, I will boggle your minds just before the break. When we'll come back, we will continue. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly. But instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Fitness is important to keep your body in tip-top shape now and aging gracefully for the future. The Fitness Momentum Show with Coach Michael Merlino is designed to be your guide to fitness and running, whether you're a beginner or ready to run your next marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to essentially be your own trainer. Get the most out of your fitness regimen and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back and thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and today we are talking about words. And before the break, we started talking about uh, the work of Louise Hay and what she had to say about how we can scold, punish, or uplift and reward ourselves just in the words that we use. And the words that we used yesterday, last week, last year, those are all words of the past and that we can actually change our present as well as our future with the words that we use. And we can do this because we know that everything is energy. Even the words are energy in and of themselves. So what what do you do? What do you say that is causing difficulties. So let's let's look at some of those things. You might find yourself saying things like, well, every everybody always does this or this to me. Or you might say, I knew that was going to happen when something happens that maybe you weren't too happy with. Or maybe you say things like, I'll never fill in the blank. Usually it's, I'll never forget or forgive. Those are all words that are part of your belief system. And usually, those unhealthy belief systems, those words that we speak, are indicative. They indicate what our inner thoughts are. So, do you ever hear somebody saying to you, you should do something? Just that one word, should, according to our friend Louise Hay, is damaging. Should indicates, really, that you are wrong, that you were wrong, or that you're going to be wrong. Think of it this way. (laughs) I'll give you an example. The other day I was 
looking at a leftover piece of cheesecake, which I knew was not going to be good for me. And a friend came up to me and said, you should eat that because a lot of money was spent buying that cheesecake. It was an expensive cheesecake, apparently. But she used the word should. So, going back into my past, subconsciously, I ate the cheesecake. And folks, I have to tell you, it tasted awful. <laughs> it was so dried out, had been left over in the refrigerator for so long. But I reacted to that word should because the should told me by my friend that if I didn't eat it, I was wrong. And so I couldn't be wrong. I had to be safe. I had to eat that cheesecake. And then after eating the cheesecake, I was still wrong because it was awful. Not to mention the effects of <laughs> sugar and all of that on my system that I, I, I paid for it. But that immediate fight-or-flight response took over. And I ate the cheesecake because I should. What are some other words that affect us the wrong way? How about the word can't or won't? These are all words that are used for negative reasons. How about phrases that are negative? I, I spoke one earlier, I'll never forgive. How about, I don't believe it. And it's not that you should never use certain words, but you should use them judiciously. I, I could say that better, judiciously, yeah. <laughs> and it's not that you should do this, because should is a damaging word. Try the word will. You can use the word will in many many positive ways. What are some other words? In the Sedona Method book that's written by Hale Dwoskin, he lists words that describe all sorts of things like fear, anger, grief, apathy. You can just Go down. For example, words and phrases that we use to describe apathy are like bored, cold, dead, lost, lazy, indecisive. I don't 
care. I don't count. What are words that use we use to describe grief, despair, helpless, heartsick, heartache, unloved? What about words that describe fear? Anxious, apprehensive, doubt, nausea, worry, uncertain, trapped. Words that experience lust. And I'm not just speaking about the lust of sexual or that sort of indication. I'm talking about the word lust in the way of we use for money and power, people, places, and things, and sex. We're wanting. Words like voracious, selfish, anticipation, envy, impatient, lecherous. How about words that we use to describe anger? Words like abrasive, argumentative, livid, mad, fierce, wicked, petulant, resistant. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of these words. How about words that describe pride, like above reproach? Superior, uncompromising, know-it-all, vain. How about words that describe courageousness? Daring, positive, secure, strong, vigorous, willing, I can. Words that describe acceptance. Abundance, elated, I have. Radiant, secure, soft, tender. How about words that describe peace? Ageless, being, calm, centered, complete, timeless, tranquility, whole, light. Did you feel it? Did you feel the positive effects when I used the words that described peace? Did you feel the positive effect when I used the words that were positive? Pull out your thesaurus or go to your computer and get a thesaurus. A thesaurus is a book that you can look up one word and it describes lists, dozens of other words that are related to or the same as that word. Did you feel it? Did you feel the negative impact of those negative words like anger and lust? And if you didn't feel it, maybe take some time. Take a deep breath and say, 
a negative word. And then what would be the opposite of that negative word? And see what you feel. When we come back from the break, we'll continue with our words. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Thanks for sticking with me. And this is Dr. Marianne Chase. I'd like to repeat that you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. And you can also find me on my webpage, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as email me anytime. And I'd love to have your emails with questions, and uh, I'd love to be able to answer any of those questions that you might have. Today we are talking about words. And just before the break, we were talking about how uh, words can feel, how we can feel when we say the words. And I had listed several words that were both positive as well as negative words and how they affected us. Now, have you ever wondered if just writing a word down could make a difference? 
Well, you know, that has been done. The, the work of Masuru Emoto, in, you, can, you can find it in all of his books about water, the messages of water, and uh, uh, oh, I forget the name of his other book. And um, Masuru Emoto just passed away earlier or later last year, maybe about six months ago. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't remember. However, he worked with water. And he was able to take photographs of the water crystalline structure and see how it changed when various words were spoken. It's fascinating. And the changes in the water, and and you can Google this. You can Google Emoto, that's spelled E-M-O-T. And his first name is M-A-S-A-R-U. Google these pictures and these images related to various words. And boy, I tell you what, if that doesn't convince you that words affect things like water, then, well, I, I, I don't know what to say. And one of the things that is done actually quite frequently, and it is re- has been repeated time and time again, is you take a cut flower, like a rose, you take the same plant, rose, and you cut it, two, two flowers from the same plant. You cut it, you put it in the same identical type of vase, that, that's a controlled experiment because if you have different vases, you might say, well, there's a problem there. So you put the two roses, one in one vase and the other in an identical type of vase, and you put water from the same source with the two roses. Now, you write out a word, and the most common word to be written out is love. Put it on one vase. And write out the other word, hate, and put it on the other vase. And you put those same cut roses in the same windowsill or on the same table and watch what happens. And folks, without exception, the rose with the word hate taped on it wilts before the rose with the word love taped on it. And I've even heard stories of people that have done this experiment and there was a child that was going to do the experiment with her mom like for a school project and, and the child just simply couldn't put the word hate on that vase just simply because she loved the rose too much to do that to it. And, and you're probably asking, how does that work? It works because there is energy in that word. There is energy in that written word. And 
We know this now because of the work of Masaru Emoto. And if there is energy in those written words, how much more so are there energy in the words that we see on the television screen or that we hear coming through the television? How much more is that negative energy of a violent TV show or a violent movie affecting us? I don't go to many movies anymore just simply because I don't appreciate many of the subject matters of the movies. But when I did go to a lot of movies, I would see parents at late night movies because they wanted to go to a movie, I suppose, bringing their small children who were half asleep in their arms into the movie theater. And oftentimes the children would go all the way to sleep despite all of that (laughs) noise at some movies. And we know the words being spoken through the movies. The energy of the movie is affecting not only the parents, not only the people watching the movie, but that small child, that small infant asleep in their parents' arm. Those negative energetic words are binding those children in chains of unhealthy beliefs. And in my opinion, this is something that is very sad. And it breaks my heart to see these innocents being brought into the world of violence just because of the words that are surrounding them. Which brings me to the thing about being careful of the words that we use. And, and yeah, it, um, it is something that we have to be aware of. I, I spoke about it earlier in, in the first half before the second break, about being aware of the words that we use like the word should, like the word can't, because it is all telling us how we are thinking and what our our basic, our basic thoughts are. Remember that what you give out is what you get back. And that means if you give out the word hate, you get back the word hate. I'm reminded of a telephone conversation I overheard, which, uh, you know, honestly, it's not difficult in this world to overhear cell phone conversations, even in public. This individual 
and and uh, I have to admit that it, it caught my attention, but this individual said on the telephone, I hate you for that. I don't know what it was the individual was speaking of in particular until the conversation went on that, well, you know, you, you get to go on this vacation, and I, I don't. I hate you for that. And I think that the conversation was meant in jest or as in a joking manner. I think it was meant in that way. But was it really? Was the heart of the person saying that, I hate you for that, really hating the other person because they get to go on a vacation? So we know that that word hate affected the first person deeply because she gave out the word hate she got back the word hate. It just, it just comes back. And the person receiving, I hate you for that. Well, how that affected that other person, we'll never know. Because if that other person at the other end of the phone conversation was in a place that she believed... She was hated because of going on vacation. That did affect her. If it was a person that, say, a sister, that loves the person who gave out the hate, it, it can affect the vacation even. Because remember, in the work of Louise Hay, the words we used in the past tend to affect the present if we let it. It's a, a really tough, tough thing to realize that. So when talking to our children, especially when they are prior to the age of about six, Watch, watch, watch those words so carefully. Watch, watch, watch what they are hearing. I used to make fun of this television show a long time ago where there was this purple dinosaur that sang, I love you, you love me. I used to make fun of that. But you know, folks, even a purple dinosaur singing, I love you, you love me, is better than the violent shows that speak words of, let's get rid of this menace. It's just about time for a break. And so when we come back from the break, I'll talk about how you can start changing those words in your own conversation. Don't go away.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you struggling with loss in your life? Whether it's grief, personal healing, or serious life changes that you are dealing with, tune in to Voices for Healing with host Kathy Roberts. Everything that happens to us teaches us and gives us hope and possibility. Kathy and her guest experts will bring you the tools that you need to start the healing process. There are so many ways to transform loss. Where can we take you? Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have cancer, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. While many medical professionals can give us some of the answers, there are many more unanswered questions that can't always be answered to our satisfaction. Listen for Cancer Concepts and Compliments with Dr. James Belanger. We'll discuss the tests, the compromised immune system, how cancer grows, and what natural medicines could be added to conventional therapies that may help keep it at bay. Cancer Concepts and Compliments airs live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back and thanks for sticking with me. We're talking about words and how they affect us. Now, let's get into how to change our words that we use, as well as how words that other people use affect us. And the first thing that you need to do is be aware. Notice. It may be difficult at first to notice your own conversation in words, but it can be done. And I always take my experience in Toastmasters. I, uh, When I first joined Toastmasters, one of the first things that they teach you to do, and Toastmasters is a public speaking uh, uh, group, training group, if you do not know. Anyway, the first thing that they tell you to do is not say things like, um, or filler words, um, and, uh, and that immediately put me on notice not to use the words um in a speech, unless it was a part of the speech. That is how you can 
begin to be aware. What words do you not want to use? Like the lady that I overheard the conversation, I'm sure that she did not know that she was using the word hate. One of the ways that you can start hearing what you're saying is by listening to your children. Yes, your children will start repeating what you say and how you say it. Now, once they are a little bit beyond grade school age, their conversation, the way they say things will change because they're spending a lot of time in their schools listening to the conversations of other people. So if you do hear your child say something or some word that you know, you know you don't say or your your spouse or their parent, other parent doesn't say, then call them on it. Talk to them about the word that they used and how it has a negative effect. But listen, that's one way. Another way is enlist someone that you love and trust into saying, you know, Marianne, you just said, I can't do that. That's another way of becoming aware, of listening having someone else listen. And if you are saying something like, I can't do that, look at the reasons why you said that. Is it because you have an unhealthy belief around whatever that is? Or is it something that you physically really can't do? (laughs) Like if somebody said, Marianne, why don't you be the quarterback for the Broncos? I would say, I can't do that. And in all honesty, I could not do that. Now, once you discover the words that you are saying that are negative and having a negative effect on you, look at what the word is. What kind of word is it? Is it a fear-based word? Is it an apathy-based word? Is it a lust-based word? And you look back at that and say, oh, those are negative words. Look at what is the opposite word that you need to use. And a good way to do that is synonyms and antonyms. And I'm not talking about the spice cinnamon. Synonyms and antonyms, word opposites. And if you need to look up the opposite of the word fear, well, you don't need to. The opposite of the word fear is love. And the opposite of the word apathy would be courage. But there's all sorts of words that we can use the opposites of. 
start using the opposite word. And if it feels bad to use the opposite word, then start using the healing codes to change that unhealthy belief. So if it is a fear-based belief, use the healing codes to work on love. If it is an apathy-based belief, use the healing codes to work on courage. And you also use the positive words and the action words to create your truth focus statement. And we have spoken about truth focus statements again and again. Use those positive words in an action. I am going. I am learning love. I am willing to learn love. Use the opposite word, the thing that you are working on in your prayer, your request, prior to doing the healing codes. Pray for the release of fear. Use the healing code truth focus statement to learn love. And then use the universal healing code which you can find in the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd. Or you can go back to my show about the basics of the Healing Code. That was a couple of weeks ago. You can find that in the Voice America archives. And it's just do it. Learn to love yourself. Because really, it is truly all about love. And in the greatest commandment that Christ gave, he said that we need to love others like we love ourselves. And folks, if you cannot love others, you cannot love yourself, you cannot love others. And if you cannot love that leaves you open to the negative. And the negative affects our hearts. And again, I'm not talking about the beating heart. I'm talking about the I love you with all my heart. Heart. If we are affecting that heart in negative ways, things in our life will be negative. Because as Louise Hay said, what we give out we get back. What we fear appears. What we dread becomes part of our lives. Boy, 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 the time has gone so fast again. (laughs) And I just want to encourage everyone that you can heal. You can heal using positive words. You can heal using the healing codes. You can return to peace. And until next week, as Solomon said, guard your heart always, for 
from your heart, all things proceed. Blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.